Hello, my name is Asher Parsons. And my name is Dylan August. And together we are the hosts of Not, Not Your, Your Typical, Typical Talk. Talk. Today we are joined by Jordan Miller and Trevor Crippen. Trevor, how you doing today? I'm good. Yeah, you're doing good? Yeah. yeah? Was the drive over here nice? Yes, there was a really big moon. There was? Yes. Yeah. Yeah? Big moon? Yes, there was a big moon. Big moon. Have you ever I haven't heard? looked at it yet. You know moon water? My friend made moon water. What the hell is moon water? <laughs> moon water. It's, 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 it's like a, a jar. You just put water in it. Yeah. And you just let it sit overnight. And it's supposed to like give you energy and make you feel good and make you calm. Yeah, when you're over 21, I'll take you in the backwoods and we'll teach you how to make another kind of moon water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you weren't talking about blue moon. You were talking about moonshine. Yes, sir. I ah. see. I see. All right. So, Trevor. Yes. You've been a composer for TYP recently now, haven't yes. you? So what is what is that like? Like what's your do you have a specific process? Do you have anything that like inspires you when you are writing for shows? Like what's your process like? Well, during future here, I just decided like, hey, I could try and make a score. And so the first song I ever made was arguably the most popular. Like Jordan used it throughout the show. It was called A Lie Shattered. I just gave them all names. Yeah. Um, can I play it right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Right. All right, this is a lie. Before shattered. he does, however, I, oh, yes. I, I kind of have a confession to make. Okay. Yes. So I've worked with Trevor a little bit, not a lot, because mostly uh, he and his brother take voice lessons from Jessica. Mm. Yes. So he'd been in, what, two two classes with me? Because you took summer camp first. Yes, I took summer camp, and then I took some other and Then you took another class. acting class, and now you're currently in the current method yes. acting class. Yeah. And um, but I was I liked the way he worked him and his brother and I wanted them I definitely wanted to start getting them involved and with with my quote unquote younger actors mm-hmm. I yes. generally start them as understudies you know that's yeah they see the yeah. Pro- you get to watch the process you get to see what that's like and how rehearsals totally different from class you mm-hmm. know and um, he came up to me and he said hey I I write music and would you yes. mind if I could compose some pieces. And actually, actually, I was in the middle of rehearsal going, I have no time for this. I'm trying to solve a million problems. <laughs> yeah. Sure, yes. I would love to have some music. Trevor, yeah. that sounds great. And I thought I could probably use, you know, a slap sound effect here mm-hmm. or something. And then he starts sending... Where and then, you use that in future here? Yeah. Because then, <laughs> there's another there was that I don't use anymore, because now I have Trevor. There's another stock music company that I've bought a lot of pieces for that mm-hmm. I've re- recycled in shows. Well, there was some so, stock and ghost in the machine, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but at first I was like, okay, I guess I'll just, this is great. This will be a nice warm-up mm-hmm. kind of a deal. And then a couple of weeks later, he starts sending me songs like the one you're about to hear, and I was so blown yeah. away. Yeah. So blown it's, away. Trevor, and it's he, very good. Like, he, I don't know if I ever like, told oh, you that. He's like, oh, I just kind of named them. No, he named them very specifically. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. very specific moments in the show that when I was editing it together, I went, holy moly, this is the quintessential emotion for this moment in the show. Mm-hmm. And um, and not only not only that, they're, they're very, um, they're kind of universal mood pieces, and yeah. now they're, gonna, they're, they're going to be used for shows to come. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, they are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is Trevor's first time hearing about this. Um, especially this one. This one's called "A Lie Shattered." Yes. Um, so tell me, how, t- tell us how you, how you came up with that name. All right, "A Lie Shattered." This one was um, what was his name? Uh, Diaz in the show. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. his theme. I just felt like it kind of matched to the sadness. Because what did Diaz? What was Diaz always doing throughout the course of the play? I'm being sad. 
<laughs> he like always killed the moon mood of every scene. Um, well, yeah, but he killed the mood of every scene because he was the one that actually was delivering yeah. the delivering truth. the truth. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he was shattering everyone's facades. Yeah. Yes. And that's and, the, and that was the thing that you hear over and over and over and, and over. And I was again. just playing with like I was playing with instruments and as a joke I did like this little slidey violin, but I felt like it would it actually conveyed the mood more. So I kept it in. That's it. Yep. I have my fun little stories for like almost every song in the show. It starts out very slow, though. In a world. <laughs> <laughs> Not long ago. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> All right. I'm let it yeah. play. Oh. Here it comes. You know what this gives me major vibes of? What? I don't remember the composer's name, uh, but the woman who did Joker. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah it this gives one definitely me has some Joker feels. Too. Yeah, which I love. It was it, yeah. Just it fits the show edge. so well. You know, yes. you know something's up. You don't know what it is, but you yeah. know something's about to go down. Yeah. And I I've never heard this alone. Yeah, I haven't either. Um, I I love it. I remember. Uh, What's funny is the the conversation that you said you had with him when he was like, "Hey, I've been writing music." I remember that conversation happening, <laughs> and I remember hearing it. And I'm I'm gonna be honest, Trevor. Yeah. I thought kind of the same as Jordan. I was like, I was like, who, like, does this kid think he is? Like, that took some <laughs> like major okay, courage. That but was good. <laughs> but then when we saw the show, he and I left. Your we house. just thought you were going to do a couple things for our telephones yeah. and just... <laughs> I did a couple things for the telephones, though. And D- yeah, me, but... Dylan and I just thought, we were like, Jordan was just like, yes, yeah, sure, shut up, I'm yeah. working. But then when <laughs> we, when we <laughs> left your house... Shut up, yes. <laughs> when we left your house after the, the premiere, when we all watched it as a cast, we were blown away. Like, we, we could not stop talking about it. it was just one little recurring number. It was... He, he, he actually gave me seven, and I ended up keeping five. Yeah. And oh, so there's cut songs. Yeah. Yeah. How did that make you feel? <laughs> no, I just want to know. You're watching, like, did you well, did he tell you no, in advance well, or did you watch it? Like, where's my songs? He told me um, a couple times. There was one that was only used for, like, three seconds. There was some that he just told me were going to be cut, but it was kind of fine because they didn't match the theme of the show. There was this really happy one for some reason. I don't know why I added it. Oh, yeah. Actually, play that one because I'll tell you why. I forgot what it was. Um, oh, it's this one, isn't it? He 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 gave me a, a plethora of moods, but they also kind of they were mostly musically similar genres. Like had had the same mm-hmm. kind of background right. stock feel. Yeah. But then this one, which he's about to play, it it had more of a medieval um, magical. 
kind of sound Ooh. to it, yes. which is a, it was a great song. It was very happy. Yeah, just not for future here. Yeah, that's not the world. Mm-hmm. All right, um, this is the first time the world has ever heard. Here we go. World the premiere. First time. What's this song. called? Um, it's called Silver Lining. <laughs> I think there was a quote like that in the show, but I can't remember one. Oh, like when we I do, love this. When we do I Robin do too. Hood. Oh my god, this. yeah, this is perfect <laughs> for something like Robin Hood. We'll probably polish it up for Robin Hood. Like, I made this around the same time I was making some of the other songs. I was not really that advanced with Grotch Band. It also would be good if we did, like, a Goonies-style piece. Yeah. You know, it's just got that pan flute. It would. No, it. Lean on me. Hmm? Lean on me. Mm-hmm. When they're walking through the woods trying to find the dead body. Yeah. <laughs> and then it also just gets, like, to a bit more piano part. I gotta hear an orchestra play this. That'd be cool. Ooh. Yeah, so the, again, the song is perfectly lovely. Yeah, it's just not very right applicable for to other, yeah. pe- other pieces, just not yeah. to future here or yeah. ghosts. It's a little dissonant there. Mm-hmm. Like, ooh, I just found a clue in the woods. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, the other piece that I loved so much from Future yes. Here was ironically entitled It's uh, Perspective. I think. Uh, no, I don't think it was that one. Now, when, when in the show is this used? Perspective? Um, um, perspective is not the one he was looking for. Oh, I think oh. that one was called. Um, uh, crap! I gave them all really weird names. <laughs> but okay, so it's still, no. so did you? Did you? You read the script, obviously, and you you felt the the emotion of the scene. And is that when you decided I want to make? I want to make music for this. Like, or did you already know ahead of time? Like, you, oh, I already knew ahead of time. I had to. Um, I had to like tell what what am I trying to say? I don't know. I just wanted to like get myself known in this place some way or another. Mm-hmm. So I just like I think I can make music cuz I was experimenting with GarageBand for a while now. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I want I think I'm ready now. I think I want to try and do some like stuff for something else. And that, that ladies and gentlemen, is called ambition. Yep. Yes. <laughs> there we go. I love that you say I'm ready now cuz my saying is, you're never ready, and you're always ready. Mm-hmm. And you did. You just threw your hat in the ring, yep. yeah. and it was a home run. Which, that takes a lot of courage. It takes a mm-hmm. ton of courage. Because, I mean, I know for me, I mean, I'm also not anywhere near your talent in this, but if I ever was to write music for something, I would feel very vulnerable giving that to someone and saying, hey, I want this to be in the show. So that takes a lot of bravery and courage, and that's, like... Just to me, that's that's super awesome. Well, it's trusting Jordan because if he puts it in a shitty spot and it makes you look like crap, that blame would be on you. Yeah, that music didn't fit the scene. That person doesn't know what he's. That's what people think. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, they don't think that because it was yeah. put in the right spot. It was but, well, it was. Right that's spot. what I people knew, would I knew think. What you're saying. <laughs> because yeah. when you see a show and. There's bad choreography. You blame. You don't the blame. No, you don't blame the choreographer. You blame. Oh, that person just can't dance that well. Oh well, I blame. Nobody the thinks. Well, we do. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, we think in that realm. An average patron so. does not think about tech That's at true. all. That's true. Um, but seriously, well, as dude, I always say, like, the audience never knows what's you what you edit. Yeah, but yeah. They do know what sucks. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, they don't care. Yeah, they. Do. I mean, why? Why would they? Like, if, if I wasn't in the so theater that, world. So, did you find the song that I like? Yes, I did. All this right. one was actually was written as Dylan's theme, which is kind of funny, because Perspective was written as Asher's theme. Right. Anyway, yeah, this one was used 
I think kind of during Dylan's monologue, but also it was used when he started saying "I care." Yes, so I I gave him either a very um, subtle drone undertone when he was talking about his dramatic stuff getting vulnerable, but then he when he finally breaks and deaf and and takes his stand. This is the song you hear, and this is I believe the first time you hear it in the entire show. Yes, but it's also used near the end. This one even caught me off guard. It just made me think, holy crap, this is like my music being used like this. Yeah. All right, well, let's hear it. I care. Mm-hmm. I care about people. I care about the way things work, how they work. It's got a wonderful innocence to it. Yeah. It's got a very sweet quality. It's like a baby lullaby quality to it. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm actually getting emotional right now. Because not only is it used during your speech, it's used when James yeah, the came end. in. Oh. So when the actual child comes mm-hmm. into frame and walks over and says, hey, mister, what are you doing here? And Geo says, pers- or, or no, what is it? Hey, mister, uh, uh, hey, mister what are you here for? Oh, Perspective, yeah. I guess. Perspective, I guess. And then this starts. Yeah. And mm. then James basically puts the room back together, mm-hmm. gives him his phone. He gets the, dig- the final ding, says he's here, and then the credits roll. Yeah. I mean, the music that you hear in the credits, that's your final impression of, yeah. of the whole piece. Mm-hmm. And I honestly feel like it fits the credits just a bit more. 100%. Yeah, like, there was another 100%. song that I wrote for the credits. It was, it's just a bit more sad, but I definitely feel like this one. Yeah. This one has This hope. is closure. Yes, it's yeah. closure. It's, it's hopeful. It's, closure, and it's hopeful. Yeah. A lot of I thought his line was, I told you, mister. I, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> and then the twins. <laughs> um, a lot of the songs in Future here are piano. I'd yeah. like to say there's a reason for that, but there really isn't. I just... <laughs> well... If I were to guess, well, actually, I would say the they're strings, in a small room. The yeah. strings come out. I use yeah. those a lot more than, than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Trevor, er, yes. earlier, before we played that, you said you thought, wow, that's my music. How does that feel to be sitting there and like, listen to it and you're like, wow, well, that was me? Like, I mean, I just know it's coming up, but like, at the same, it's like you know what's going to happen, but you don't know what's going to happen at the same time because, like, You've heard this a million times before, but all of a sudden it, you're hearing this in this brand new situation. Because mm-hmm. you're seeing us yeah. Yeah. on sta- yes. on, well, it was on, just on camera. On camera, yeah. Funny story with this song. I actually reworked it last minute because it sounded too much like a s- other song that I was working on. Oh, really? really? Yeah. But I honestly think this fits it so much better. It was, it was originally like much more faster. Mm-hmm. Do you have any songs? Has Jordan ever said that sucks? I don't want to use that. <laughs> no, I have never said that sucks. I'm not going to use that. Every single time. Has every he ever single said time. Any, has he ever said anything I don't like that? Um, no, yeah. I I gave him like with with, with the um, the song we just heard prior to that. I said no, this song it just doesn't fit. Yes. the and musical sound of everything else. A couple other songs. Are, is there anything? Um, and, I, and I've commissioned. I think okay. I, I need a song like. I need something that's exciting. Oh, yeah. I need something that's da 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 da. Yeah. He, and Sunday a, night, he commissioned me like, "Can I get like two more songs?" And I had a headache that night. But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Telling me, I had a headache too." Um, I think it was like from the dog like, or the in the background. 
But like, I just made it very simplistic. One instrument. Um, oh, I love this one. Oh, yeah, I love this one. one too. Yes. I think this, this and the when, last one you played were the two that I I immediately went, wow, he ha- he can like this is a talent. And this is the one I used when um, Diaz's character is first revealing the all the true. Text. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Man. Like, yeah. It's like it, it it feels like cracks in glass almost. Yeah. Like something's about to get shattered. Yes, it does. Um And then it, what, what's what's gonna happen, obviously we you know, we we, we throw these shows together, throw them up mm-hmm. to my feet. In the future, with film especially, you would be you and I would be watching the edited film or in the process yeah. of editing. It was like okay, so from marker a, a to marker B, we need this kind of a mood. You'd you'd present me with something, we'd go back, we tweak it. You know, that's how John Williams would work. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't just think of the Jaws score and say, here you go, Steven. You know, they worked on that. <laughs> yeah. You have time to yeah. work on that. Is it just me or does this sound like this would be in Cats? Little Caddy. Cats? Is it is. Hi, Caddy. Jordan knows Cats. <laughs> Jordan does know Cats. I, I've i never seen Show cats us before. the Tucker tongue, Jordan. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously, dude, like th- this is... Like I've I have never known someone who can play music that they've created right now with no, like I'm not seeing any any of the scene in front of me I'm not seeing it and it's making me feel something. That's the power of music. And right it's so me. it's just it's crazy that this he's sitting right here. How old are you? Wrote it. It's crazy. You're you're 15. 15, right? Yeah, 15. Yeah, uh, and that just plays into what we try to do at TYP is yep. is we try to utilize our youth yeah. artists. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about you though is. Possible. A lot of 15-year-olds that I know at my school, though, if they're going to write a song, they'll be like, oh, that sounds pretty. Yeah. It, that's it. Yeah. You, however, you watched, you were in a rehearsal room with us. Yeah. You watched it, and you pinpointed, every, you broke down our characters yeah. and gave us themes. Yeah. Said, I want it to sound happy. I want it to sound sad. I want mm-hmm. it to make you feel this way when you listen to it, not just that's, oh, that's what pretty. I love about it too. Yeah, because there's times where it's ugly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's beautiful ugly. Yeah, well, yeah. Like everything else, it it's has like to tell a story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it's just music for the sake of music, there's no yeah, there's it, no it's story not, behind. Yeah, it. there's no intention. Behind Which is it. something you see. Way too often nowadays is just music for the sake of having music. I yeah, it, it bugs the <laughs> hell out of me. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I already feel like I'm in future again. Warm apple oh, pie. Oh yeah. Well, you know that was, Warm what apple was pie. that's what made yes. the music of like Rogers and Hammerstein and um, Rogers and Hart, Rogers and and, and, and Kern. Mm-hmm. That was the, one of the first times Broadway was starting to sh- tell stories yeah. through the music. Yeah. And not just have a theme that just, you know, kind of just repeats itself yeah. ad nauseum. That, and, and what one of my favorite pieces of music from Roger and Hammerstein is in Oklahoma, the I Can't Say No song. Oh. Because when he uses it in the ballet, in the dream ballet, it mm-hmm. takes on this sinister quality. Yeah. You know, and that's how you can really use music to tell stories, to infuse, in, to further the plot. Yeah, and I it's like not just gratuitous stock background music. Mm-hmm. My favorite one that I got to compose. Speaking of like this, this quality of music and stuff like that, was probably Catherine's theme, just because she was the one who kind of yelled a lot. So mm-hmm. I just like <laughs> she's good yeah, at that. Yes, yeah, she's really good at that. She yelled <laughs> no, no, no. a lot in the scene. 
And so I just, like, I can make this one just as dramatic as I possibly can. Yeah. So I did that. And yeah. It kind of, yeah. Oh, you're going to play it? It kind of sounds like a lie shattered, but, like, with a new, like... It's weird. It almost it. sounds sci-fi. It does. A little. And this one, this one I was I was on the cusp with. I actually used it very sparingly. I used to use it... <laughs> Uh, a couple more times in Ghosts yeah. than I did. In- oh, yeah, you did? I, I heard that a lot. Um, just because, yeah, the sci-fi quality to it. Yeah. And her character, we kind of made her a little more... Yeah. Now, I have a, a question about Ghosts. Yeah. You know when you went to the other world? hmm So, did you add that? Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Good. Uh, if Why you guys- wouldn't they have that? Because, again... You can't have two actors on stage at the same time. First, oh, yeah. That's uh, true. You have... You know, cast of twins, which we could do yeah. with Trevor. Yeah. yeah. Trevor but, and Hayden um, just play all the characters. Yes. We'll just, you know, one person like on improv. stage at a time. <laughs> um, but, okay, so so if, if you guys haven't seen Ghost, they, they it's it's like um two worlds, uh, one in the cell phone, one in real life, right? And I also and then did music for it. He also did music for that. And um, what Asher was saying is that in the original script, th- there was nothing written about Going like about they, showing they the were other always world. alluded to, yes, never actually but they weren't in the yet. phone, it was another dimension, it was another dimension texting them texting through their through telephones. The that's right. right, that's right. I never got that, like, I never got what was happening in that show. Like, were there cell phones? Like, there's well, talk to the director himself, okay. he's right here. <laughs> ask him what you want to ask him. To yeah. Oh, <laughs> what I'm interested in is you know, you were so connected to future here, yes. What's it like going into a show kind of more cold where yeah. you just kind of have more of a freewheeling approach to it um, and just having the script? Now Jordan's doing the interview. <laughs> okay. Um, I have it loaded, all the ghosts on track just in case I want to show anything. But it was different than Future Here. I wanted to go to one rehearsal. I'm like, I can maybe, you know, see if I could do anything in this. Um. I didn't really get an understanding of the show because the rehearsal that I went to, it was like a couple days before filming. It was day before filming, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. And the rehearsal was just all over the place. Well, we were rehearsing kind of the shoot order. Okay. You know, just like we did with with, with Outsiders. Oh, right. You know, we're like, this is how we're going to try to do this, depending on the weather, which it was raining, so we actually kind of had to improvise anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember getting, you were like, I really hope it doesn't rain tomorrow. And I just and woke up didn't. and I saw it raining, and I'm like, "Oh no!" Jordan's Can you tell us mad. about the wind and how you had to um, dub? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so we got to shoot a lot of a lot of other scenes on location outside during said rainstorms. Great, and but um, in the ass. you know, we didn't yeah. have, and I don't think there are really microphones that can completely destroy wind. Uh, at least, not that I can afford. So a lot of the scenes were, you know, <laughs> with yeah. dialogue. So everyone had to call a separate rehearsal to the, to the studio where we just sat in the music studio with a microphone, watched themselves acting, and, and it was over. called a- ADR, which is you just dub over what you what you said. And the mm-hmm. trick with that is, first off, if you're if you are a consistent actor, which all of them were, yeah, because you know, we're used to doing it more like we, we rehearsed it like theater. Mm-hmm. Um, then you and we had just done it a couple of days ago, so that definitely helps. Um, but you basically have to remember how the heck you said that line, yeah, and, and, and if you said the right words or yeah. not, because sometimes you, be, you didn't get your lines quite right. And um, 
And so then I had to kind of splice it in. And, and also sometimes we were shooting far away and, and some of the actors were just a little too too quiet. Mm-hmm. So I had to have, have them go back and just redo that one line because it's a really important plot yeah. point. Uh, so that was did that you was just experience. Did you just watch the the raw footage without the the dubs over and you just went, well, shit. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Much, yeah. So yeah. Like, well, it's one of those, okay, well, I, I can get around it kind of here, mm-hmm. but if I try to take out too much background noise, then... It'll just look what very... What program do you bit? edit your movies in? Well, I've, I've been editing them in iMovie. Oh, wow, that is... I've tried using iMovie before. That is hard sometimes. <laughs> yeah, iMovie is actually super easy to use, but I but and you know at the time any port in a storm, we were just throwing up the outsiders in the midst of COVID. Yeah. So um, having done it, the now, wrestling no no wrestling. Oh match God, the no wrestling, wrestling match that, out, out that back. was insane. That was crazy. Was, Wait, you didn't have to dub us for that. No, the no, wind is but worse. I had to go back and take out. Like I'm literally. I have stock music playing when y'all are not talking. And then also, if you're not talking, I have all the background music out. Just out. Yeah. Just out. Just out. Just out. So Scotty and Gavin are having their heartfelt fountain scene. <laughs> and Scotty's on the verge of tears, speaking very quietly. And then you can barely hear it <gasps> in the background. Or at least you just hear something. Yeah. And it just the audio. And again, in those moments, you still have um, the just the um, ambient noise. Yeah. Which is what makes that, which is what made uh, ghosts hard because there are some scenes that are outside where I did have some wind noise and it sounded appropriate because it looks windy. Yeah. But then for like two seconds, suddenly we went to clean sound, just dialogue and then back to wind. Yeah. And so that's, those are the kind of things that I'm like, I'm ready to upgrade um, software to be able to handle more and kind of outsource it more in there, which I would love to get you guys more involved in the editing process. Yeah, I was just about to say, think about a class maybe, an editing class class would be kind of cool actually. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's just like, it's insane to me that that a 15-year-old is making music so good for shows. Like, I I just, because like Asher said, like if uh, you see people your age trying to make music and it's, it's just... This sounds pretty, but but you. It's pretty. It's amazing. And it is pretty, but but, but it's not brilliant. But your exactly, and your music to me is brilliant. It's it's it perfectly conveys what is happening in the scene, and it's just like it, it's crazy. Like I, I left the the premiere of of Future here, so shocked and so like it was. I I left and it was all I could talk about. It was all I could talk about. Geo, I, I drove Geo home that Other night. than Jordan's amazing directing. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, um, <laughs> that was so sweet. And I, I, the whole, you can ask Geo, the whole ride home, I, I just was like, I did not know Trevor's music was going to be that good. It was crazy. To so me. I guess my question is, is, how long have you been wanting to compose? Yeah. yeah. Is that uh, something you've been that, wanting to do for a long time? You, what was the, I want to start doing that yeah. moment? All right. So, well, when I was a baby... Ever since I could talk, I've been taking piano lessons, and I just heard music everywhere I could go, and I'm like, you know, that sounds like some pretty cool music. Like, I liked it, and in my during my piano lessons, instead of reading the script music, I would just make up my own songs in my free time, and I'm like, you know, one of these days I want to, like, do something with these songs, and then we got rid of our piano for a little, so that went, and then... 
I started making my music on a computer. It was this free website. It wasn't really that good, but, you know, it was there. Mm -hmm. I could make music on it. It was (laughs) semi-enjoyable. Semi. Semi. Yes. (laughs) And that was up to ninth grade. I was just on that little website, just making music. And then, well, not up to ninth grade, but in eighth grade, actually, the summer, (laughs) I actually got an electric piano. Just because I begged my mom for it. I'm like, but I still want to do piano, actually. I know we haven't done lessons in, like, four years, but I kind of still want to do music. (laughs) So I got an electric piano, and so I'm working on music. And then in my video production class, some of my friends heard some of my music, and they said it was really good. And that, like, just helped me a lot because, like, now there are people who have heard my music, and they think that it's good. And that just gave me the confidence to, like couple months later, I'm like, hey, Jordan, can I make some music for your film? And he said yes. yes. And you and said this is here. the first time, or you, you told me this in the car, that you were the first time you used GarageBand to make songs. Um, I've been tinkering with GarageBand before, but like, yeah, this is... Is GarageBand free? Mm-hmm. Yes, it's free for iPhones. I don't know what else, though. It just came installed on my phone. And I didn't even know what to do. I barely even knew how to use it. Like, <laughs> Is that why you didn't use it before? Yeah, like, it in February, at least, I remember, because I was at a party with my cousin who did know how to use GarageBand. And he just showed me this super cool song, and I'm like, how the hell did you do that? And he's like, well, <laughs> you can just learn stuff with it. And I'm like, okay, thanks. And so over vacation, I'm just bored, and I'm just like, so I'm just messing around with instruments and different stuff. And then I make a good song, and I'm like, Hayden, 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 you need to hear this. I made a song. Hayden, I made a song. Hayden's and his twin brother, for those of you that don't know. Yes, they're really creepy. Hayden. It's funny. Yes. They're not creepy. They're lovely. <laughs> they are, but they, they yes. do these little jokes in in um in rehearsals they where they say the, the same like thing at the, the same time. The shining kind of thing. Yeah. Yes. But they do it on purpose. Well, yeah. Very, Yes. Very clever. Yes. It's agony. That was also very funny. That was yeah, also that was awesome. great. <laughs> I have to say, Hayden is a super, a super big inspiration for some of my music. Oh, really? He's always like listening to it and telling me what I do wrong. Hey, Hayden, you want to say hi? You want to say hi to him? For hi, Hayden. Reason? I love you. <laughs> um, that's awesome. Yes. Uh, oh, what you are still talking about your story, yes, and I we was. interrupted yes, you. Yes. Sorry. Yes, you do that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's true. That's why we talk a lot on our podcast. Yeah, it is. Anyway, we're doing it again. Go again. Yes. So I I'm just, sorry. Why we, I'm just kidding. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so I just showed him my music, and he's like, that actually sounds really good. Um, I can't, I don't think I have it right now, but I remember the beat to it, and I actually made a remake, a remaster of that, and that was one of the songs that I used in Ghosts. You think I could load that up right now? For Good sure. Word. Yeah, of um, course. My favorite song title I've ever made. What's it called? Everything is about to explode, and I'm confused. Because <laughs> you know that's the show. Yeah. yeah, everything is about to explode, and I'm confused. That's no, a great. I thought one. there would be a lot more intense moments, so I just made a lot of intense songs. But this one was definitely my favorite one that I used in Ghosts.
Ooh, it has a real creepy vibe to it. Yes. I think this one was used in the boiler scene. At Jordan it was used, it was truly first introduced when um, Angie's character, Sharice, gets a text that she thinks is from one of her friends, but it's actually from the girl in the alternative dimension who's mm-hmm. trying to blow her thing up. Okay. And so she instructs her to go to the computer lab, plug her phone into the school's computers, so you can, through another dimension, hack into the computers. And then oh. hack into the maintenance... Um, I'm trying to do, uh, basically hack into the boiler room and... Mm-hmm. Oh, blow is that what up. she was doing? That's what she was doing. Ah. And then... so then we, and, <laughs> and we reintroduced... We used it again and... Couple scenes later, where the whole group is going is, is talking about it, and then she confesses. She goes, "Taylor, why did you text me to plug my phone in?" And Chris's character, Taylor, goes, "I didn't tell you to do that. Why would mm-hmm. I tell you to do that? What happened?" She says, "Well, you texted me. Well, you didn't do it, right? Well, of course I did. You told me to." And then that's when they all realize, "Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. the alternative dimension used her to try to blow up." To try to no, blow I up think school. there's a ghost yeah. in the machine. So why did they do that? Because the alternative dimension, the the thing about it is, if you if you can imagine the play that you're watching, the same play is happening on the other side. On the other side, yeah. So basically, the, the characters on the other side are getting weird texts, and they don't know what's going on either. Then they figure out at about the same mm-hmm. time, and then one of the characters is a little more nefarious. She's she decides, okay, well, I'm just going to blow up their school. And if they die, then we know they're they're real. And if I can, and if I can't, then we know this is all some big crazy joke. That's a great solution. Uh, yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> Kill people so. to see if they're real. Yes. Yeah, she's got some problems. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just a, just a few. Yeah. So, um, well, it's interesting. That's a, that was the first time I've heard you use that much brass instrument. Yes, I was just that, about to I, say that, that. I love brass. That's yes. my yeah, favorite. Yeah, me one. too. This are you lost? Um, ghost in the brass? soundtrack huh? ever. What? Are you lost in the brass ever? What does that mean? Lost in the brass? <laughs> Is that supposed to be like a play on Lost in the Grass or no, something? No, it's a, it's a song from Band Geeks. Oh, okay. Like literally almost half of our girls sing it. Oh, really? TYP, yes. yeah. I use it a like lot pulled? of brass. Hmm? Is it like pulled from Adam's from Family? From Adam's Family, how everyone uses or, it? You know what? That's a the little new... bit, yeah. Oh, uh, really? But it's, it's, it's a great song. It's Dead great Mom song. is the new pulled. It is. I, I Yeah, it is. Um, well, Trevor... Yes. Is there anything you want to leave the listeners with real fast? Because I think we're about to end the podcast. All right. Let's well, see. I got one more question. Have yes. you, re- have you Never written mind. vocal music <laughs> yet? Oh, vocal that's music? a great question. I've mm-hmm. talked to you about this before. I think. Yes. That's a great question. I have written vocal music yet. Great. Let's get that musical going. <laughs> um, well, I don't have lyrics to it yet. But you're working on it? Um, well, I do have lyrics, but I don't have them recorded in. Oh, okay. I feel like it would be super breathy if I tried to sing it out. But yes, I've been working on some songs that I know that I'm going to sing to. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like... Do you think you'd like working with a lyricist, or do you think you'd be no, willing to do your I own I do my own lyrics. lyrics yeah? Yeah. I do them, and I'm confident in them. Mm-hmm. Let's see, let me get one. I think I showed this one before the podcast. Oh, yeah, you played this one for us. Yeah. This was original... You, you originally wrote this for Ghosts, right? No. Oh, you did not? Okay. No, I originally wrote this for my project. It's a bit more elongated than most of the songs because, you know, I'm going to be singing over this. It has like a retro feel. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to say if it's more 70s or more 80s. To me, it sounds like 70s, but... It sounds like early 80s. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. 70s was... Yeah. This is actually... 
really good. Yeah, it gets better. That's the way Big hair and a lot of makeup with this music. Hair and a lot of makeup with it. Big hair, a lot of makeup. Yeah. You know what this feels like? It feels like something that would be in the like, I don't know where this would fit in in some like movie or anything like that. But but it, it, you know what it feels, feels like, like it's like something you'd hear in Stranger Things. Exactly, yeah. and it, it feels like you would hear it in like yeah. in like an ar- arcade uh-huh. area, arcade or, or even a, like a high school is what comes to mind. Yeah, immediately. Is Stranger Things growing on you yet? I finished it. Really? You love it? Did you like it? I liked parts of it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Alrighty, All right. I think that's a wrap, don't you? Yeah, I think so. Now, any more questions from anyone? Anything I, you want to leave? I, anything you want to leave? Our lovely San Diego with? tipters right. with yes. tipters. That's a yes. new yes. thing we just made up. All right. To all of my tipters, I hope you use that in like future episodes. <laughs> I think we will now. Yeah, <laughs> tipters. Tipters. I don't know if I think we could come up with something better Probably. than that. <laughs> tipsters, like hipsters. Tipsters. With tipsters. There's a good yes. one. We'll make something on Instagram for that. Yeah, yes. we will. All right. We do have uh, we have a lot of upcoming classes, by the way. Yes. yes. Do you want to tell them about that really fast? Yeah, we've got about eight different <laughs> classes on the roster. Uh, there'll be open registration happens on December eighth. All the information will be on the website. Uh, we're going to be doing two different acting classes. I'm going to be since my sword fighting class has been so successful. Uh, your dad actually put yes. me on to some plastic 3D knives. printed. Yeah. So now we can do knife fighting like West Side Story. Ooh. And the John Wick movies. Oh my God, and John Wick fights. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. That'd be my, so fun. That's my kind of knife fighting. Because yeah. West Side Story is knife fighting too, but it's def- heavily influenced by ballet. Yeah. And it was doesn't work, actually, if it's realistic. It has to be in the world of West Side Story. But mm-hmm. John Wick, knife fighting, that we can do. And oh, yeah. would you like that's to tell awesome. us your website name? It is typsandiego.org. There we go. I also heard something about a script writing class. Yes, oh, really we, we are. Uh, yes, we are work, working with um, a new, a new, a new teacher that's going to be teaching a playwriting class. Um, and then one of our, well, one of our acting classes, we're going to be working on uh, some ten-minute short comedy. Oh, plays, and we'll we'll just basically cast it from within the, the, the class. class. Really yeah. exciting. And we'll turn that one into like, its own live stream production. Oh, that sounds awesome. I mean, that like, sounds awesome. Is everyone going to get to write their own show? Uh, and the playwriting class, that's something I would, would like to see happen. Uh, yeah, we've been be talking cool. about that. And I know like like Eli Dilbeck has written stuff mm-hmm. for us in the past. We've always talked about doing our own comedy shorts. Yeah. Um, so this would be a great place to start workshopping some of that. And if, if they're good enough or, or if they're if they're ready. I yeah. Because um, you don't just write a play and yeah, and then just boom six weeks boom it's brilliant. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but then we'll start workshopping those, and that'll probably be a recurring thing uh, to do. And um, that sounds like so yeah, we're just fun. really re- we, we're really excited to launch all that new stuff, both in person and on Zoom. Yeah, and uh, again, it opens on December eighth. December 8th. All right. And, and because, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, we are limiting class sizes. So yeah. It's always first come, first served. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So oh. please go check them out. And as always, stay, stay classy, classy, San Diego. San Diego.